Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Friday, October 13th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. Families of missing Franco-Israeli citizens are pleading with French President Emmanuel Macron to help locate their loved ones who are missing in Israel. Twelve French citizens have been confirmed dead, and 17 are still missing. Macron will address the nation on TV to call for unity and prevent any spillover of the conflict in France. The families are desperate for assistance, with one brother appealing directly to Macron to save his sister, who moved to Israel in 2006. Israel has stated that there will be no exceptions to its siege of the Gaza Strip until all hostages are freed. In other news, the United Nations World Food Program has issued a warning that crucial supplies in the Gaza Strip will run out very soon due to Israel's total blockade. The WFP is urging Israel and Egypt to create secure corridors for agency workers to bring supplies into Gaza and ensure the safety of UN staff in the area. The International Committee of the Red Cross has also expressed concern, stating that fuel for hospital generators in Gaza will run out shortly. Israel's energy minister has declared that no power, water, or fuel will be allowed into Gaza until Israeli hostages are returned. Meanwhile, the recent attack by Hamas in Israel has put the spotlight on the Latino-Jewish diaspora and cross-cultural ties between the United States, Latin America, and Israel. Many individuals in this community have friends and relatives in Israel and are deeply concerned for their safety. Fernando Rusek, a Jewish resident of South Texas who was born in Mexico, spoke out against the attack and shared his concerns for his daughter's safety. A video he made on the front lines as he said goodbye to his family has gone viral on social networks. In another development, Israeli soldiers have found an ISIS flag among the belongings of a Hamas operative, drawing a connection between the two terrorist groups. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken highlighted this connection during a news conference. Blinken emphasized the brutality of both Hamas and ISIS, including beheadings and burning of victims. The State Department has designated both groups as foreign terrorist organizations. Moving on, Lebanese Prime Minister Najib Makati has expressed concern about the outbreak of violence at the country's border with Israel. The violence followed Hamas's attack on Israel and Israel's subsequent bombing campaign against Gaza. Makati blamed the cross-border violence on repeated Israeli provocations and violations of Lebanese sovereignty. Lebanese residents in towns along the border have reported that the violence has brought back memories of the 2006 war between Hezbollah and Israel. In other news, a survey conducted by the International Rescue Committee has revealed the extreme challenges faced by migrants arriving in Italy in meeting their basic needs. Almost a third of migrants struggle to feed themselves, and nearly half lack information about their legal situation in Italy. European Union countries have signed a deal on how to handle irregular immigration during times of exceptionally high arrivals, taking a step towards overhauling the bloc's asylum and migration rules. Meanwhile, 
the United States has not ruled out any options for securing the release of hostages held by Hamas, according to a White House national security spokesman. Authorities still have limited information about the number and identities of American hostages held by the militant group. In a separate story, an Algerian journalist, Isane El Khadi, has been denied his appeal of a seven-year sentence. El Khadi was targeted as part of a crackdown against pro-democracy protests in Algeria. His website and radio station played a significant role during the country's 2019 Hirak protests. His lawyer plans to review the ruling before deciding the next steps. Next, the death toll from a missile strike in northeastern Ukraine has risen to 59. The strike on the village of Hroza is one of the deadliest attacks on civilians in nearly 20 months of the war between Ukraine and Russia. Forensic experts worked tirelessly to identify the victims, but many remain unidentified. Ukraine's security service has accused two villagers who fled to Russia of assisting in the missile strike. Lastly, Israeli soldiers are patrolling the site of the Supernova Festival in Gaza following the deadly massacre. At least 260 people were killed in the attack, making it the deadliest in Israel in decades. Survivors are sharing their stories, and security forces are on edge. The slow response to Israeli intelligence and services has raised questions among Israelis about what happened to their army. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.